Blue Wire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 20 of That's What B Said. I am your host, Bree Rust at Breezy Clee, and I am joined by none other than Brittany Mollis at Bird's Eye View. How you doing, Britt? Hi, Bree. How are you? It's been a weird week, and we're off schedule here, so everything feels weird. We're going to talk know. about it. Yeah. <laughs> also joined by Meredith at MK on Sports. Meredith, hello. Hello, ladies. Well, we typically well. record on Tuesdays, Tuesday nights, actually. Uh, we had a couple of things going on. We couldn't quite get to the recording, and we had planned a, a really nice show for you guys. We had a nice rundown going. We were going to talk a lot of Brown's free agency needs and the draft. And so we just said, you know what? We'll just push that to Thursday night. We'll be able to go over everything again. Not much will be happening. And then everything happened. The NBA <laughs> is canceled. March Madness is canceled. Spring training is canceled. The MLB postponed the start of the season. Yeah, a little thing called coronavirus came raging in. Ohio mm-hmm. schools are canceled. So, ladies, mm-hmm. how are we holding up? You know what? Remember, like, last year when everyone's, like, there's this whole, like, cancel culture? Like, everything's canceled. Everything's canceled. Well, now we're living in it. And how does it yeah. feel, guys? Although, I must say, you know, everyone's scared about being, like, um, in quarantine and oh what's a good, if I have to be at home for 14 days let me tell you guys it's way more awesome than you think it is <laughs> as someone who has worked from home for a long time now you don't have to like ladies you don't have to put on makeup you don't have to get out of sweats sometimes I, I change out of pajamas into like what I call work sweats which is like an upgrade in my attire <laughs> like oh it's time to put on my work sweats um, so like, I, there's a lot going on, I know, but this is a, this could be a good thing. You get to, you know, hang out at home for two weeks or whatever. It's good stuff. Let's look at the bright side. That's what we're here for. That's right. We want to take your mind off of things a little bit. Hopefully we can deliver some laughs and talk about what's been going on in our world. Yeah. And listen, I will tell you guys, my household has been dealing with a stomach bug. Yeah. Yeah, it has not been pretty over here. And I will just say that's how my week started. Can you tell uh, us the story about your son, please? Little dude. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> Meredith, I don't think I told you this. No, Meredith, you're going to love this. I haven't I, heard the story now. I tweeted about it, but like the delivery of a story is just okay. So, he's four, four and a half, and he hasn't really experienced the stomach flu before that he could remember. He got it when he was really young, about one. So we didn't really know what was going on. And now that he's four and a half, he woke up in the middle of the night um, over the weekend and came into our room, into our bed at like two in the morning. And he told me, he started coughing and said he was going to throw up. And sometimes he's over dramatic when he coughs. So I was like, no, no, you're fine. Like, just go back to sleep. And then my husband immediately like hops out of bed and was like, no, he's really going to throw up. He did throw up on our bed, on my husband. I had no idea that that happened. <laughs> so I start sniffing because I'm like, mm, it doesn't smell great. So maybe I should get up and start cleaning. Whatever. I caught the raw end of the deal on that. So go back to bed. He's laying next to me. But an hour later, you know, nobody really falls back asleep. An hour later, he's like, mommy, I have to throw up again. I was like, okay, let's go to the bathroom. Let's make it this time. So I take him into the bathroom. <laughs> And he pulls down his pants. And I was like, oh, like, 
do you have to go number two? And he was, and then he just starts throwing up <laughs> with his pants down. And he turns around and he was like, mommy, why is it coming out of this end? <laughs> and I was like, I, I wish I could tell you why. I don't know, but is it going to come out of both ends? Because I need to know right now. <laughs> So yeah, that um that was quite the experience for all of us. He was quite confused as to why he didn't have to sit on the potty for things to come out of him. So oh, poor little dude. I know, like just trying to explain that to a four year old was I mean, that was he was pretty devastated, I think. Pretty I mean, devastated. I'm, so I'm really impressed with a four year old's ability to understand what it feels like to throw up. Um, because like, okay, so here's the thing. And I, I don't even know how to describe this, but it wasn't until I was like in my mid twenties that I could recognize the, oh no, I'm going to throw up now. Granted, it usually occurs yeah. from drinking, but I had times like, even when I was like in high school where I would just like puke out of nowhere because I had no idea it was coming. Oh like, my god! Worse. Yeah, it was bad. Like oh god. Yeah, this it's really gross. I'm sorry. Like I don't mean to gross anybody out, but yeah, like I remember I was like 16 and working at a movie theater, and I was like in the break room, and I felt fine. Oh no! And the next thing I know, like I threw up, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Because my leg was like, what just happened? Oh, not That's good. Horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't until and and yeah, so it wasn't until I was uh, like a fully grown adult in my twenties where I could be like, you know what? I've got about thirty seconds to find a toilet or a trash can. <laughs> oh my gosh. I haven't thrown up in twenty five years. What? Oh gosh, isn't that amazing? I am the master at avoiding the oh, stomach bug. I the have... master. Wait until you have kids. If you just do decide to have kids one I day, I think because... after your story about your son, my tubes just tied themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nothing quite wakes you up like a child coming in in the middle of the night, throwing up on you and your bed and then having to clean it up. And like just the smell alone, like I know we have parents that listen and they probably have all experienced this, but it is one of the worst things to go through, like on the sheets. Like I I found it on the door. Like it was, there was like a trail. Like it was, (laughs) what was that stupid kids? The kids film Hansel and Gretel. He was like leaving me a trail. So I knew exactly where he was and what happened. And, you know, he he bounced back, though. Like, I always joke with you guys, like my kids puke and rally like they will throw up and then be like totally fine. So he was up at like 540 in the morning, raring to go. Um, Got to eat a lot of popsicles that day. So he was just like living the life. Mm, Good for him. What a trooper. Yeah. So we're ready. I mean, if we need to be quarantined. I feel like I stocked up last weekend based on based on the the sickness that already hit my household. Yeah, really. Toilet paper is a plenty. Although I did panic order toilet paper yesterday. Do Why you guys... is everyone like buying toilet? Like, what? Where did that come from? Where did this fear of not being able to wipe yourself come from? Like, this is <sighs> I... a respiratory thing, guys. Why are we rushing to the stores to buy toilet paper? I would I also it... like to know. Go ahead, Meredith. Oh, I, I was going to say. I think it's just the idea of being stuck somewhere for fourteen days, like. What if, because I, I just stocked up on toilet paper maybe a week and a half ago, and it's because I was down on my last roll, but if all of the past 24 hours happened a week and a half ago and I was down on my last roll, like, I would I would be so screwed. So maybe that's what people are thinking is, like, in case of quarantine. Um, but the one thing that I don't understand is, like, the cases of water that people yeah, are buying. I know. 
because it's like when you're like it, when you're in a natural disaster like a hurricane tornado floods like stuff like that you lose your water and so it makes sense that you want to buy um that you want to buy like when i lived in dc my roommate and i always had distilled water in our apartment because uh since dc is a swamp city like any like any nor'easter would n- take out our water so mm-hmm. we always had distilled water just in case and i remember like several times growing up where we always had to boil our water um mm-hmm. especially after katrina um because there was like a connection to the pipes in new orleans that ran all the way up the eastern seaboard and so like we had to boil our water after katrina so like i remember all of that but when you're just quarantined, like it was 60 and sunny today. It's not like you're losing your power or your water. You're just inside and making sure you're not infecting anybody. Right. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure either. I, but like I am naturally a competitive person. So like, <laughs> I, I just like at one point last night, my brother-in-law had texted him was like, I just had to go buy toilet paper. And I went to the grocery store and I was like, oh, my God, like I need to buy toilet paper immediately. And, like, everybody else is buying toilet paper. Why am I not buying toilet paper? Like, it was just, like, this stupid, like, well, yeah. mental, like, just infusing this domino effect of just panic. And I think I bought toilet paper, like, two weeks ago to Meredith for, like, just because we needed it. So I think I have some. But I just ordered some because I'm like, wow, like, are we not going to have any toilet paper? Like, what? Is-? And then, like, in my household, like, we might not based on how things have been going. I don't know. Um, so I ordered that and, like, some cans of beans. <laughs> Like, I, like my, whoever packs my order, because I ordered it from Target, it's like toilet paper, a couple cans of beans, beans. <laughs> some macaroni and cheese boxes, um, and some protein bars. Like, that was my order. I was there like, wow, this, this is, is random. Awesome. Also, Essential. I learned something the past few days, because me and my dad were talking about the toilet paper thing a couple days ago, and he told me that back in the in the old days... People used to wipe with corn cobs. What? I swear to God. Jerry. I, I haven't Googled to fact check this, but like 99% of these weird things that my dad tells me actually it's end true. up being true. So if anyone wants to fact check that, go ahead. But yes, corn cobs. And I said, Dad, that would be really like miserable. He said, yeah, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> You're going to see a spike in corn sales tomorrow after listening to <laughs> our podcast. Well, actually, I've heard, um, and I don't know if they actually did this, a few of my friends were joking around about buying bidets because you can get yes. like a That's bidet what my husband suggested. Yeah, like, Gross. I think you can get them on Amazon, like a little attachment that you put on your toilet. So if you're worried about running out of toilet paper, you can take all that bottled water you bought and fill up your bidet. <laughs> I, can uh, you imagine briefly... my son like trying to explain that to him? <laughs> like, no. I briefly dated a guy who had a bidet in his <gasps> apartment. Which one... did you did you use it? I did not. I was afraid to, <laughs> as you should be. I thought like the whole thing was just very. I was like, but then it'll be wet. Like, what am I supposed? To... You know what I mean? Yeah, like you have all these like, like air it out. <laughs> <laughs> a little hover shake. Right? Oh so, no, I never used it, but that was kind of weird to me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You can buy wow. them on Amazon next time you're online shopping for look for a for bidet. bidet. <laughs> yeah, well, you, I found on Amazon like there was a pack of toilet paper for $299. So Meredith, oh, oh my maybe that's where it's at. You can resell your your stock that you got. I, you know what? I might need to cuz I bought um I bought a big pack. I think I bought like the like the 24 pack or something. Uh, and it's just me. I live by myself. It's just me and my cat, and she doesn't use toilet paper. So maybe I can sell a few rolls, like 
100 bucks a roll 200 bucks a roll something there you go if you have any extra hand sanitizer too yeah like throw throw in a package deal well i'll tell you what i went to home depot yesterday because i get weird bouts of like i want to diy something and i went over to home depot and they had so much hand soap and like they had a ton of toilet paper so huh you know, I, I think it's just people don't think to go to Home Depot for toilet paper, but they had it. So if you're, you know, looking for a place to no stock up. Yeah, yeah, me neither, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like like real life advice over here. I'm sure like Lowe's or other hardware stores will probably have it, too. But the um, the Home Depot I went to had tons of toilet paper. And then another weird thing is anytime I've been to the store in the past two weeks, things like the wipes and the sprays and the um the alcohol the purell like that's all wiped off the shelves but there's so much hand soap and every doctor is saying that washing your hands is the number one defense for coronavirus so you'd think it'd be like people would be buying the hand soaps right as much but no i went to target like a week and a half ago when i had to stock up on my toilet paper i bought another thing of hand soap that's gonna last me a really long time so i'm like "We're, we're square over here there you go yeah, so I think we have to talk about a little bit because Cigar Show is obviously centered around sports and with not everything just, that's... Not just bidets and toilet paper. <laughs> that's right. But, you know, we can pivot. We're good. We're good at that. Um, so I think we have to talk about with everything that's gone on in the last day and a half. And today was just like, man, alert after alert on the phone of just more and more things getting canceled. And um, I was... <laughs> Just, I had to laugh today because we talk about Dale a lot on our show and the football guy, Dale. And man, coronavirus Dale is out there also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's time for Dales of the Crypt. And today <laughs> I found myself getting really fired up over Corona Dale. I'm going to call him Corona Dale, who probably is drinking a Corona. That's what I picture in my mind as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Corona Dale. Dale on the back of a truck drinking a Corona. Wearing sunglasses. (laughs) Don't forget the sunglasses. That's right. After the NBA canceled or suspended their season, I log on to Instagram and I'm going through like people's stories and whatnot. And someone like screenshots the symptoms of the coronavirus and then has the audacity to comment, we're canceling everything for this, just a sniffle. And I was like, oh boy, I can't. Like right now, I cannot deal with this because if that is what you think, then you clearly are not paying attention. We're living in this weird time where like facts don't exist. Oh, okay. So like these people are dying. This is clearly a very real thing. And there are people out there who are mad that March Madness is canceled mad that the nba is canceled because they can't watch these sports because they think that these people just have the sniffles overreacting that, yes mm-hmm. like i every time i think people can't surprise me more they always they find a way to do it and it's always dale's it's dale yeah and <laughs> I, can i just i would just like to say here too i read a really good article that i think put a lot of things in perspective that i would urge people to read if you are not a hundred percent understanding as to why people are making a big deal about this but it had to do with based on what's happening and what has happened in Italy we are trying to prepare what could happen to us and we want this virus to flatline Mm -hmm. because hospitals doctors offices in order to care for the people that need 
medical attention or those that need to be hospitalized, we need to make sure that we have the rooms to be able to, to care for these people. And that yeah. doesn't even just include coronavirus. There are people that need medical attention and care every single day for everything else. So mm-hmm. we can't we can't overbook these hospitals and not have room for people that need medical care. So pretty much the article that I read was saying we just need to flatline this so that we can make sure that we can keep up with the demand. And the only way to flatline this is to essentially not be around other people because it's going to spread easiest when you're around other people. So I think if you just think of it that way and obviously use your best judgment and caution, everyone keeps saying, wash your hands, don't go places if you're sick or if you have fevers. And I think we've all probably been guilty of going places, sending your kids to places Mm -hmm. when you've not felt good because you don't have any other options. And I think that just kind of everything that's happening now changes your perspective. Sure. And the thing yesterday when um, I saw that they were talking about this before uh, DeWine came out and and closed the schools and everything. But I I saw a discussion where someone said, you know, they need to close the schools. And the other person was like, these these kids, this sometimes for some of these kids, this is the only meals that they get a day is when they're at school. And Brie, like my whole heart just broke. Yes. I was like, Oh my God, like our problems have problems and those problems have problems. And it's like the past couple of days have just been such an like eye opener for everything. And it's like, (laughs) we need to change so much. We are not doing well. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's everything that's being impacted by this, like being able to stay at home if you're not feeling well and getting paid for it is a privilege. Not everybody has that luxury of being able to take off work or take an extended period of time off and still get a paycheck. And then when you throw in kids not being at school and needing to be cared for because their parents work outside of the home or they don't have another place to go because they're expected to be in school and they don't have a daycare. And then you add on, okay, well now if they're not in school, do I have to put them in a daycare and can I afford to put them in a daycare? It wasn't an expense. And then, you know, there are people that have been impacted by not being paid just because businesses are shutting down or things are closing. So there's just so many people being impacted by this um, at all walks of lives. It's just, it's just scary. It's not just, you know, the virus itself. It's everything else that's being impacted around it. No, it's like everything is going to be touched. Our lives are going to be different for, you know, the foreseeable future. Um, You know, even just simple things like visiting relatives or going to, to the grocery store. There's so much, everything is ingrained and it's, actually kind of a nice reminder that in a way we're very very much connected all of us it doesn't matter what your political stance is like race social class everyone this we're all in this together and i think unfortunately it takes things like this sometimes to remind us you know it seems like we always seem to do our best and and pull together during times of stress and you know collapse but you know Remember that, guys. We're all in this. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's. I think time to rally around each other and support each other and be a community and you know be empathetic with what people are going through and what people are dealing with and ask how you can help. And I think there were some like good things coming out of the NBA season being suspended and you know the Cavs, our local team, um, 
with Dan Gilbert and Kevin Love and paying the staff that are yes. now out of jobs for the foreseeable future. And I think like that's how we should be acting and yes. taking care of our people. Yes. And Meredith, do you want to talk? Because, you know, everyone thinks, oh, sports is sports. It's just entertainment. <laughs> jobs, man. <Yeah. laughs> so, well, there's a lot of layers to this. Um, so first off, Last night, I was literally going through my six degrees of separation between me and Rudy Gobert. Um, I -hmm. don't cover the calves for my job, or at least I don't regularly. I do if I need to fill in. But, you know, I have a colleague that I share a desk with who was covering the Jazz and um, Cavs game last week. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, well, this colleague was in the locker rooms, potentially in direct contact with either Gobert or with a Cavs player who was in contact with Gobert. And then this past Saturday, we shared an office. And then I'm going through every action, like from my entire day, like how many times did I touch my face? Did I wash my hands enough? Am Mm -hmm. I going to be okay? So I had this like panic moment because I was literally two to three degrees of separation um, away from Rudy Gobert. And it came out today. I think he said that he was not contagious when when the Jazz were in Cleveland last week. So that was a sigh of relief for me on that end. But then on the other end is, um, <laughs> I'm going to try not to cry on this one because I've been crying all day about it. But um, most people don't understand in sports media, 99% of the people in this industry have multiple jobs and are living paycheck to paycheck. Um and you know it's not like it's it's not a rich industry we're not making gobs of money like you can look at people that are one percent like you know Stephen A. Smith or you know Colin Cowherd like those guys are you know they're the one percent they're the exception not the rule the majority of people especially on the local level it's it's a grind it's a non-stop grind and Mm -hmm. um I work regularly with regional sports networks on uh Columbus Crew broadcasts on Blue Jackets broadcasts and um, in Cleveland Indians broadcasts. And now that those leagues are canceled, those broadcasts are canceled. And um, in like a blink of an eye today, um, I lost two thirds of my income for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So it's been like for me personally, this whole thing has been, excuse me. <clears throat> It's been it's been really hard because now I'm kind of looking at my finances and like I was canceling like my Spotify subscription. I was considering canceling my my gym membership and I'm like looking at things like it's like, okay, well, what do I not need? Like, what can I get by without? So, you know, and it's, you know, where else can I scrape together this money? Because it's another thing is that like one of the um, moves that I used to have in the past was I would just like go work at a coffee shop because I worked at a coffee shop all throughout college. But, you know, people aren't going out as much like they're not going to restaurants. They're not going to coffee shops. They're not, you know, shopping. So it's not like I can just go to the coffee shop down the street and be like, hey, do you need a barista two to three times a week? Like it's just like that's not going to and that's not going to make up for the income that I'm not getting from the broadcasts that I work on. So um, it's a really scary time for, for me personally, just from, from that angle alone. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that Meredith. I'm sure people are yes. listening and can probably relate to what you're going through as well in their own 
industry of work. And I think we all miss sports. We miss watching them. Like, I, I just know, like, it's something that I look forward to when I come home from work. And I enjoy talking about it with you ladies. And I hope that this obviously things go back to normal in, you know, 30 to 60 days. We can get this under control and everyone can go back to the life that they were living. And we can go back to watching and enjoying sports and arguing about it. Uh, on the internet. And, you know, I think we say all of that because um, if you're looking for a way to help support some local businesses out there or to support, that's what B said, because there are a lot of you that have asked how you can contribute to us ladies and help us out. We actually have t-shirts, I'm sure some of you saw, um, that are related to that's what B said. And um, it's a good friend of ours. Her shop is on Etsy. I'm going to screw this up, guys. Beleza and Styles shop, and it's B-E-L-L-E-Z-Z-A and style with an I, S-T-I-L-E. Uh, you can piss off some Dales with the That's What B Said shirt, <laughs> and we're giving you guys a promo code for 20% off. The promo code is B Said through April 12th, so go ahead and stock up. Uh, we thank Jenna for her hard work on all of these on Etsy. Mm-hmm. And we can tweet out the link as well so you guys can take a look. And hopefully there'll be a couple more designs to come. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, the Browns, you know, we talked a lot about the coronavirus and kind of the world falling apart around us. And despite all of this, the Browns still somehow managed to <laughs> piss all of us off today. I can't believe they did this. Pretty, go ahead and share what happened today. (laughs) Okay. So they sent out, you know, Brown's Backers bars. They're like everywhere. Um, Have you you ever been to any Brown's Backers bars? I have in Vegas. It was great. So fun. Yeah. And they're like everyone. I I went to the one in Chicago, which is a big one. Um, I went to one in Winston-Salem. Clemens. Those are both in North Carolina. Uh, Always a good time. Great people. So, you know, and they're fans, first and foremost. That's an important part of this story. Today, the Browns sent out, I guess it was like an email or a letter or something. <laughs> and, you know, they were giving them a rundown of, of, I don't know, guidelines for the season. And they said that if a Browns backers affiliate, so like if, you know, Las Vegas Browns backers, they had social media they cannot tweet anything negative about the Cleveland Browns or their personnel or players, all of that, or else they will be deactivated. So this was, <laughs> a, among everything that's going on in the world, the Browns felt it necessary to send this letter today, which is just stunning. We make, you know, I'm going to say I, not we. I make fun of the Indians and, and Paul Dolan for being tone deaf. Like I've said that many times before, this might be one of the most tone deaf things I've ever seen, ever in the history of all sports. Yeah, yeah. kind of not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just I, I I know Brittany, you have something else to add to this, but I just had to add like Tony Grossi was back on Twitter today. It was like he served his own fourteen day quarantine. Oh, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. It's funny that he comes back and everything is gone. Now. Yes, <laughs> I like. I was just like, it, like the humor and all of this. It's like we're in a curb your enthusiasm episode, like right now. That's what I feel like in my day to day life, and just the Browns, like on top of all of this. 
So. Yeah, so the thing that I wanted to say, when I saw this today, I thought of this one time. You guys are going to like this story. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I was... <laughs> I just, I like, the, I appreciate the note, and it's like, I was like, I don't even understand what this means, but okay. <laughs> I'll tell you the note afterwards. But this is what happened. So I was living in North Carolina at the time with my brother, and he has this, well, he still has it, but like back then it was like his new car, and like this car was everything to him, right? He called it Blue Magoo. It was like some, I think it was a Dodge <laughs> Avenger, right? It was, oh, basically like his his girlfriend okay everything and then one day he actually let me drive it which was shocking because he never let me drive his car and i was pulling into the parking lot (laughs) oh boy (laughs) and i saw this dr pepper can on the ground and as i'm trying to pull in i'm not exaggerating i'm like literally almost pulling right into another vehicle as I'm trying to avoid this oh, no. Dr. Pepper can. <laughs> so I almost crashed the car because I didn't want to run over a tiny little can. And I felt like today that's what the Browns were. There's all this so much more important stuff going on. And the Browns are focused on this little tiny detail that they felt today was the most important <laughs> thing that they needed to get out there or else... <laughs> The world was going to end, which it already is. Yeah. I'm going to watch my words. (laughs) So I have a feeling, and I'll just give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Um, This could have been like a a scheduled email because I know, at least on marketing sites, like people who run social media accounts and uh, constant contact lists, like a lot of things are scheduled. Um, And usually, and this is the best advice I've ever seen, is if you are a marketing person who is in charge of a company social media account Mm -hmm. or constant contact list, if something major happens cancel all scheduled tweets (laughs) cancel yes because i I feel like that that that's possibly what happened in this situation with the browns regardless let's say coronavirus doesn't exist and literally none of this is happening and we had you know the first round of the mac tournament today and everyone was hunky-dory and happy and everything is going as planned and that email comes out today, it's still bad. Like, there's no yeah, situation sure. where this email is a good look. Absolutely. Yeah, Browns, man. <laughs> uh, like, we we actually, I mentioned this earlier, but we actually had, like, really big plans to, like, go deep into free agency targets because they, they released Christian Kirksey earlier in the week. I mean, that feels like forever ago that that happened. That happened the past like 24 hours. Yeah, the past 24 hours have just felt like months yeah with all the news just coming out months of news yeah so but we 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 know that free agency is actually starting early next week and we will be able to get into more of the browns hopefully heading into next week and there could even be something happening by the time we record uh next week but you know we hope that that'll hopefully help take everyone's mind off of what's going on and things are starting to settle down a little bit we can only we can only hope that but yeah, like just leave it to the Browns in the midst of all of this to still own a little piece of crazy in <laughs> everything that they tend to do. Also, and you guys can answer this question because I don't really like so I know that every state has Browns backers bars and even like multiple cities within a state will have their mm-hmm. Browns backer bars. So is it like is it something that's official with the team? Is there like a chapter president and like you mm-hmm. I don't like is that how it works? Okay, yeah, there's, there's like tons of chapters. All of them. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I, yeah, I was wondering about that because that feels like, because what if the Browns like sent out like emails to like season ticket holders and be like, if you say anything negative about <laughs> us or personnel, we're going to, we're going to take back your season tickets. Like that's almost what it felt like. But, you know, season ticket holders are not, you know, associated with, with the organization. But I was trying to figure that out because I guess I just thought that like the Browns backers bars were like in every city that there's Browns fans, which is literally every single city in America, that it's like, okay, well, we understand that this bar on the corner is the one where all the Browns fans go on Sundays. Therefore, this is our Browns backer bar. Like, I thought that's how it worked. I didn't realize that it was an official thing with chapter presidents and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one in Youngstown, too. Like, it's funny because, like, there's local ones, too, that aren't even, like, you know, we're an hour and 15 minutes away from Cleveland, but there was a Browns backer bar in Youngstown area. And, I mean, others Shout out to them. That's right. Hello. I I think they listen, actually. I do. They better. They better listen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so it's very, very interesting what the browns are doing um, um i have something funny to say real fast yeah well actually i think it's funny i don't know how funny it actually is but um today i saw a tweet and it was talking about how like scouting you know traveling and all yes. that might be that might come to a halt soon and a fellow browns fan said that's okay because <laughs> all this scouting for nerds is done on computers anyway <gasps> oh i feel God. personally attacked right oh yeah right oh, but also God. kind of hilarious it made me chuckle yeah bit. that's funny there's been a, there's been a lot of like like very funny stuff out there like when the cleveland clinic shout out to the cleveland clinic by the way for yes. you know huge shout out and so before you get to this i ha- so i have a few friends that work in healthcare, not in cleveland but i have been selling them so hard I was like, come move to Cleveland because we've got the best hospital systems yes, in the country True too. Statement. between Cleveland Clinic and University Hospitals. Like you just it doesn't get any better than that. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, friends of mine who work in healthcare, not in Cleveland, come to Cleveland because it's yeah. going to be great for your career. And also, I'm selfish. I want my friends to live here and see how awesome <laughs> Cleveland is. Yes, as you should. And like they deserve a shout out because they're amazing. The Cleveland Clinic is one of the best, as we've already mentioned and Meredith just mentioned. And for all the crap that we take as Cleveland fans and people living in Ohio, for that matter, I don't want to hear another joke about us because Cleveland Clinic, we are out here pretty much saving the world with all the work right. they're doing on the coronavirus testing and how quickly they've been doing it. And I just think it's pretty incredible that, that that's what's happening. And there were tweets going on um, about it yesterday, and someone had made the comment like, I don't want to hear another joke about Cleveland, y'all, from all from any of y'all on Twitter. I think, when... I, I think that was Barstool, actually. So if Barstool well, does this, you guys got to stop. Yes, yes. Cut yeah. it out, everyone. Cut it yeah. out. When when Barstool is your barometer, then right? I, think, I think you need to reevaluate a few things. Yeah, so we're kind of, we're riffing here on the show because, like we said, everything got ruined. So I'm going to ask you girls on the spot. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be watching now that there's no sports to watch. Well, okay, you, have, so you have anything on the on the docket? Well, unfortunately, we all finished Love is Blind. I know. So, Gosh, I we rushed I through that. I haven't seen yet, though. Ugh, it's Ooh, not even maybe, that good. Is it not? I've heard that. No. I might just skip it. Oh, my God. So I I don't know about you. So I, I have Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching Superstore on Hulu, and it's a <gasps> I lot. I love that show. It's a lot funnier than I expected it to be. So yes. that's sort of what I've been going through. Um, and then I'm trying to think what else. 
Oh, oh, there's a new one starting on Hulu that I should mention. What's Wait, that? is it that one with Reese Witherspoon? Yes. Um, what is it called? Little Fires Everywhere. Yes. It was a book. It. I read the book. Yes. Oh. That comes out, I think, next week. So I will jump on that one. I oh. might check that out. I might. Okay, so like I do this thing where I only watch five to seven shows and like in a loop. So like I'll watch The Office, Parks and Rec, New Girl, um, well, I did watch Friends, but then they took it off. And actually, that might be it. No, Community. <laughs> community. That's it. Oh, yeah. Um, I have seen quality. Superstore, though, and that's funny. But I, I do this thing where I just watch these same shows over and over and over again. I think I might have, like, something wrong. <laughs> 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 now that I say it out loud, I understand how weird it sounds. I'm like, a, I, I was born to be like a hermit that just lives by herself and, you know, Changes into nice sweats when she has to work. That's actually my dream. (laughs) Like I love not going places. So I will give. So I will give another suggestion that I thought of. It's on Showtime. Well, actually, so Shameless is a good one. If you need. Oh, that show gives me anxiety. And there's like ten seasons of it, so there's a lot of content there. But another, and I think this is on Showtime too. It was with Kirsten Dunst and um, one of the hot vampires from True Blood. I forget the um, the Swedish one. I'm blanking on his name. But it was it's a show called uh, On Being a God in South Florida, and it takes place in the 80s. And it follows as Kirsten Dunst and her husband as they're like trying to be successful in a pyramid scheme. And it is some dark shit, but it is hysterical. Mm. I it was really good. I think I there's only one season at the moment, but I think I got through like all 10 episodes in three days. Like it was really, really good. Hmm. I don't really like shows where I have to think. <laughs> like ever oh my god so with, since we don't have sports to live tweet through we might have mm-hmm. to since we did the love is blind finale we might have to just pick a random show and like be like okay ladies eight thirty on thursdays we're gonna watch you know three episodes of this show and just like live tweet through it or something how about we live tweet the debates and get the dales all up? oh boy oh, that's <laughs> that i don't know if i can handle that political oh. dale is a is a hilarious dale oh, actually goodness. no they're, they're not hilarious at all they no. terrorize me i actually i unfollowed someone today it was uh, someone that i knew in a i would say in a past life i worked with them like four jobs ago and I finally unfollowed them today because their takes were just so horrendous about Corona. Because it was one of those, like, it, he he used the word wussification of America. And I was oh, just no. like, yeah. No. So I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm absolutely Only beta done. males get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> the nerds are more susceptible. Nerds, nerds and beta males get coronavirus. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, like it just like it got to the point where I was like I can't even like I can't do this anymore. And it wasn't it's he's not even someone who even tweets that often, so I f- forgot that I was following him. And then he like tweets that out. I was just like, "Uh-uh. No, sir. Gross. Unfollow." Yeah, we we also were going to announce like we had a couple of like really fun announcements oh, for the show on Tuesday and the coronavirus just came in and swept it all away. We were going to do a March Madness bracket. Uh, yes. That's what B said bracket. And we were going to do a giveaway with that. And mm-hmm. Brittany and I had another fun announcement that, that could come back, I think. We have to figure out what's actually happening. But I was so bummed about both of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So if you were looking for more than like puke talk and coronavirus talk and <laughs> bidets and toilet paper, <laughs> and a little bit of brown. Sorry, guys. So yeah. This is what happens. This is what happens. Well, as I was, I was telling them when I was getting this together today, and I'm looking at all the stuff that we had, and you know, this was done a couple of days ago, and it just like. I don't know. How do you talk about stuff when everything's going wrong? Like, you know, we're trying. Yeah, it doesn't seem important. It doesn't seem that important. Everything that we had on here as a script, like, just like I said to the girls before we started, I'm like, someone was on one of a celebrity was on trying to sell like South Beach diet. I'm like, nobody cares about South Beach. Like, we're gonna be eating boxed macaroni and cheese for the next two weeks and beans and beans that I ordered and maybe some toilet paper if I run out. So. I think uh, I think with the right seasonings, that toilet paper, if you deep fry it, could oh, be like any, chips or something. Anything deep fried is good. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I am just uh, I'm throwing things at a wall here because, um, you know, and, and it's tough because you want to live your life as, as normal as possible. But, you know, it, it's also, I think, the scariest thing about the coronavirus is that you can be contagious without showing any symptoms. Yeah. And, like there, the incubation period was like two to 14 days. So you could conceivably be, you know, three days in to the incubation period, feel perfectly fine, but be super contagious. And, you know, you never know who's around you. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to, like, find this, find that, like, a good balance of trying to live your life, but also not ruining another person's life in the process like right you know if yeah that's the thing because you gotta look out everyone has to look out for each other like especially elderly people people with compromised immune systems they what might not be a big deal for us like you know if you're younger and healthier and you don't have these these problems you know it'll just feel like oh i have a cough and a sore throat and you know a bit of fever i'll just hang out for two weeks like whatever but like these people can't fight these things so yes. that's why they're it, the the fatality rate is so much higher than the flu because there is no treatment for it and there is no vaccine for it so if they get it they're in a lot of trouble yeah. so just be mindful of people who can't fight this yes oh very God. well I, said i got vilified at work this week because i've been battling a sinus infection for a few days and so i come into work and someone's like oh, i hear sniffles and i just got like i just got nailed to the wall and i was like you guys coronavirus is a respiratory disease this is a combination of allergies and a sinus infection so it may be contagious i don't know but it's definitely not coronavirus because of all of the symptoms they list (laughs) congestion is not one of them right yeah it's funny though you say that meredith because like i work in an office setting too and there's a ton of people and it's like every time you hear someone cough or sneeze it's like the death stare you know and it's like (laughs) they just start eliminating us one by one like based on a cough (laughs) and everything has changed like there's no like buffets out anymore the food is like all i mean that might be for the better anyway. yeah you God can't, that. You can't serve God. yourself have you ever been to a golden corral i don't want to um i think I wait remember. they have good buns though like don't they have like the good like, <laughs> they are like the butter buns honey buns or something I, I've been there. It's like, I mean, I used to love a Ponderosa. Like, give me a Ponderosa macaroni and cheese buffet all day. I just oh, want to. I just want to hear you talk about buns all day, Bree. <laughs> butter buns. I love saying, buns. Just keep saying butter buns. Butter buns. I love butter. I could just eat butter. I said the other day. I think a coronavirus. That's where it started. Was a buffet somewhere. 
Um, well, it was in Wuhan, China was the first known case. So yes. if they have buffets in Wuhan, It was maybe. probably at a golden corral in <laughs> Wuhan, China. I think they ate an animal scale. Or what's the other That place? was infected oh. by a bat, which is also disturbing. Who eats bats? No, they mm. ate... A, I forget what the what the animal is called, but they're something with like a pea. It almost looks like an armadillo, but they ate the scale of this. They oh. like they eat the scale of this animal, and I believe it was like infected by a bat that carried the virus. Like it started from a bat, but it was based on eating this animal. Like do some research. It's actually like quite gross. Like maybe we should all just not <laughs> oh eat meat anymore. Like just don't eat. Like if we don't eat animals. Well, I heard that. I heard that nobody's or like a lot of people aren't ordering from like Chinese places anymore. Which is horrible. Like you it's shouldn't ridiculous. do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so like, ridiculous. Yes. Like let's not do. Like you don't have to go to that level. You're not. Uh, you're not going to get lo mein. I mean, you're not going to get coronavirus from lo mein unless you right. get that lo mein from a buffet. So <laughs> yes, you. Uh, yes. <laughs> Enjoy your General So's chicken as long as you get it delivered and don't go to a buffet for it. Exactly. Stay away from buffets. There you go. Yeah, Las Vegas oh. shut down their buffets. So buffet good. is not good. Let's never reopen them. Let's oh my just God. <laughs> my, my <laughs> mom. My mom was lecturing me earlier today just because with everything going on, you know, the first thing I do is I call my mom and like as we're ending our phone call, she's telling me, she's like, don't do it so, because she knows me and I, I can dig into a really good salad bar she was like don't do any salad bars no salad bars stop eating it i was like okay mom i won't eat at a salad bar for a while she's like she's like buy it and wash it yourself salad bars are expensive and she's right they are expensive yes they are because they weigh them yeah so she's like yeah so my mom's like lecturing me on salad bars earlier did you guys see the video last week of that guy who um it was like a grocery store or something and he was he had like a ladle with yes. the soup. Yes, yes, no. Out of the ladle. What? What happened? Do I want to know? Oh my god. Okay, so this guy was like, it was like one of those like serve yourself no. soup things in a grocery store. The no. guy just like takes the ladle, drinks directly out of it, and puts it back in the vat. <gasps> what? And that's what how is all, wrong with people? That's how we all get coronavirus. That's it. That's how we do. It. Like that's that's yeah. the end of things. My son also licked me yesterday. Like he straight up licked me. So I'm like, also oh, like the children, the children are like licking things, just like flat out. Like there's <laughs> he gives the children are licking things. He gives little dude gives zero f's about it. Oh gosh. So like, so how do you get your kids to like wash their hands more? Because I used to live with. Um, some family members and a and a nephew from ages like five to seven and he was not the cleanliest person yeah. in the world but i mean he was also a, a five to seven year old boy so you know you don't expect anything less but like how do you get Ugh. you know a five-year-old boy be like hey wash your hands more no mom i'm gonna lick you yeah it's really hard <laughs> layla my daughter she yesterday actually i was very proud she was in the bathroom and she came out and she was like i will i wash my hands and saying abc's two times and i was like oh my god Aww. that's the protocol i'm so proud <laughs> um my son on the other hand will flush the toilet i don't hear water running will come out i'm also like did you wipe <laughs> like if you did that it's like <laughs> questionable like if you use toilet paper what he used I, yeah it's he is kind of gross but i've been i've been working on him he's been doing better he likes to play with water anyway so i just if you make a little game about it it's a lot easier to do it that way and yesterday go. he he 
you know, you guys know he likes Baker Mayfield a lot. So he was asking me a lot of questions about Baker Mayfield. I was trying to get him to eat a grilled cheese sandwich. And he was like, Baker doesn't eat grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, I was Baker like, actually, let sandwiches. me show you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he does. <laughs> So, you know, (laughs) so one of my nephews, he is six uh, and he just started playing football and he's so good. I'm so proud of him. But his mom got him interested in like vegetables and protein because she somehow like she's a miracle worker, convinced him like this is how you get stronger. This is how you, you know, you get better at football. You need your protein. You need your vegetables. And he was like in a phase where I swear to God, this kid was eating better than I do, where he was like literally eating nothing but but chicken and and jealous. And I'm like he's six and so i'm like maybe that's how you can like play the angle with little dude be like well there's protein in the cheese and complex carbs in the bread and oh boy you know, like i don't know i yeah, don't know he like lives on hot dogs and macaroni and cheese it's not <laughs> we're unwell over I am, here i'm grasping at straws but if it makes you feel any better like i said this nephew is six he just turned seven so if your little dude is four and a half maybe in like a year or two once he starts getting more into like basketball or other sports you can convince him to eat like a bodybuilder yeah my brother didn't eat meat until he was like 15 years old and that was only because my grandma paid him like 300 dollars to have a cheeseburger oh man growing up all he ate was salami sandwiches wait pizza, salami's meat though and spaghettios wait salami is meat spaghettios though. good choice oh okay so like i think like red meat so he didn't oh, eat okay. like cheeseburgers he didn't eat steaks he didn't eat chicken gotcha. like, okay he didn't eat, like any of that okay so, so like, he only ate yeah, like processed salami. meat is what you're saying and only salami like that was it <laughs> i loved salami as a kid <laughs> oh my um, if if anyone's offering i will eat a cheeseburger for three hundred dollars <laughs> that's right someone may pay you for that <laughs> oh guys what I a mean, show as, as long as i it, know we went, as, as long as, as it fits my mac as long as it fits my macros i'll eat a cheeseburger for three hundred dollars <laughs> oh man all right well a time yeah is it i think we gotta end it here we'll we'll be back next week you guys i'm sure you're really looking forward to it after this <laughs> we'll talk about free agency hopefully hopefully yeah if it's there if anything exists next week, i know we'll be back yeah well guys stay healthy wash your hands don't stock eat the up, salad bar don't eat the salad bar stock up on whatever you feel necessary and tweet us because there's nothing to talk about on Twitter. So you can talk to us and we can talk yeah, about the show let's, and let's let us know what you're watching. Because I'm, I'm curious if people have like show recommendations because, yeah, I mean, other than going through and watching old 30 for 30s, you know, and finishing Superstore on on what was it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if you've got uh, good TV show suggestions or movies, you send know. them our way. Yeah. Yeah, be sure to follow us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify. And please rate and review us. We appreciate all of your support. And as we said, we will talk next week.